I love the chase and the hunt and I set the pace when I'm running. I always take what I want and I always give it 100. Don't need a bank, no, I'm funded. Play the game like it's nothing. I'm always thankful for something. Don't take for granted, stay humble. Now wake up! It's time to look at the What's up everybody and welcome to the comment writers. We're here to talk about Common Rider Geats episode 44. I'm your host, Josh Meek, the Uber Geek, joined, as always, by my good friend, Toby Tobes. How's it going, Toby? Josh, it's going fantastic. This is the first Monday in like two months where it's not pouring and shitty outside. That's wonderful. This is is some real nature magic for tonight's recordings (laughs) of things. Uh, Yeah, it has not been uh, someone kind to us as far as... As as thunderstorms and power outages and stuff like that go, it it I guess it's we've worked around it. It's been okay. We've survived. But uh, was it just last week where I, I was like texting you like this is maybe not going to work out? Our power's out. Yeah, I think, that was, I think yeah. that was last because it, it's almost always my problem, and then yeah. my shit actually drops out, and then we have to wait like five minutes to get back together. And then last week you said, "Yeah, we're getting ready to possibly hunker down in the basement." I think, or you you had to do it the other day. But you we, said we, we, we have did, no power. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did the other day, and the, yeah, that one was like I was just sitting in the dark in my living room. About I don't know, maybe an hour before we were set to record, and I'm looking at like our power company's website on my phone to see if like they have an estimate of when this is coming back. Like I don't know, and it just still says like two thousand people without power. Like uh, estimation unknown. Like this is not looking good, and then lo and behold, it came on like uh, forty-five minutes before we were gonna record. So it all worked out. But it's funny to me where I know it was obviously a thing, but I don't remember what it's like to try to find things to do with no power because everything's so tied. Everything's so tied to the internet or the computer being on, or at least watching TV or having internet on your phone or all the things. Like in the old days when I was a kid, I guess I read books or played with action figures but i feel like well, it's not really a thing anymore <laughs> well it's, it's yeah exactly it's so much worse than it was when you were a kid too because when you were a kid like like you you might have had like i don't know a game boy or something that had batteries that you you could have played and like you still might but like chances are even if it's like a game on your phone or something it has to connect to the internet to to be able to play like maybe you can use your data for that but like you're not gonna do you know anything like that like here even if you have like people might have like i don't know a generator or something but like if you're out of internet you don't have anything (laughs) like fun to do like everything is so tied to uh internet and to power yeah so like the only thing like in extended power edges that i can ever come up with doing is like grabbing a book (laughs) grabbing a book light (laughs) to read it like i usually keep a, a, a book light charged in general but um no it's it's awful like you you realize it's so it's not even yeah it's like power outages of course are huge but like even the internet being down you realize like how tied you are to the internet for all of your entertainment <laughs> like exactly even i don't even have like i don't i don't even have rabbit ear antennas anymore for like tv like if i wanted to like just watch some straight up like over the air television no way to do that it's all internet based i'm all uh i i'm i'm the most on the grid person <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with all the things slowly, like, if there's no power, it's fine. But it's basically, like, any of my rechargeable devices, once they start hitting the questionable level of, like, well, you can either can turn this off now and save some juice just in case, <laughs> or I can just burn it all now quick. That's when I start getting very upset. That's I start, the, the in, internal dread starts setting in, and I get concerned about what am I going to do with my free time. I'm such a... 
I'm such a uh, connected goblin that I I keep two power banks charged at all times, and I kind of like rotate through them. So like, I have one in my bag all the time, and the other one usually like lives on my desk here somewhere. And like, always make sure they're topped off at a hundred. Always make sure they're ready to go. So like, the power goes out. My phone was like pretty low because my, my phone battery is also like pretty bad nowadays, which is the point of these battery banks. But um, when, when our power went out that last last Monday, my phone was at like 15 <laughs> percent and I was and I was just about ready in. to plug it into the wall anyway. So it was like I felt very happy at that point. of like, hey, I'm such a crazy person about these battery banks all the time. It's paying off now. I get to just plug my phone in. I get to, you know, happily continue on using my phone and not worry about it. It's great. Living the high life. I really was. I really, truly was. Well, the best is when you're doing too many things and you're killing the battery faster than yeah. your little brick can charge it back up. <laughs> that always feels good. Where it's a little, maybe a little bit too intense, a little bit too See, much going on. I used to have the problem and then I bought better bricks. <laughs> now now my bricks do like this, <laughs> the fast charging or whatever. They're all like the crazy good, you know, charges my phone up like in, you know, super crazy amount of time. Like, uh, Marvel Snap is probably the most intensive thing I'm going to do on my phone. And yeah, that doesn't even doesn't even hinder it. It can charge right through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the that's the bench line, apparently, for me. That's a good one. That's definitely keep, a good one. As long as you can you. keep working, you're safe. <laughs> uh, yeah, as, as long as I can keep like working by playing games, for sure. Yeah, yeah that's, like, what I, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean like work, work. The second the power flashes here, even if it comes back on, I'm like, well, I got to quit working at least for a couple hours. It's just... <laughs> I got to take a mental health day. <laughs> uh, it, it, you, you, I do always feel a little weird if the power goes out like during the day at work. Cause I, you know, like I, I work from home power goes out. You're like messaging people on your phone on, on like teams or whatever. Be like, Oh, power is out. Not going to be working for a little bit. And then you're like, well, technically I can like tether up tether to my phone and you make a hotspot. But it's like, I'm not going to do that. Come on. Anything uh, that works not paying for, I'm not going to do extra to get back to work. Exactly. So if, if they were paying my cell phone bill and they were like, well, we're paying your bill, you know, you can use the hotspot that's on to work. Then I would do it. And I've been in other jobs. I've been forced to do it that way. But at this point, if they're doing nothing to help me, I'm not going out of my way. I'll take, take the free, take the uh, free time off and wander around the house and do nothing. <laughs> it's what it is. Yeah. Wander around the house and flip on light switches uh, and then realize that you're an idiot. And so they, they don't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's my that's my vibe as well. Toby, I was I was telling you about um, my old man aches and pains before we started. Uh, the you show are here. You're, you're doing you're doing great. You're <laughs> I, you're I thriving I, <laughs> in your older age here. I truly am. It's one of those I don't know what happened, but I woke up and I was in excruciating pain. Um, it it it's like my shoulder area. I think I pinched a nerve or something. It's one of those things where like you can't figure out a position that makes it hurt less, and everywhere you move, it just hurts more and more as you go. So that's really exciting. And and I also have a pain in my side that hurts every time I breathe in. So it's just a uh, you know, I I think near death is what I would call this. There's times I have those where I worry that I, like either broke a rib or like rip, <laughs> ripped a muscle in my stomach. And then once I start stretching it out and it still hurts and I really think about it, I'm like, moron, you probably just slept in bed, stupid. You, I don't <laughs> think it's really like you threw something out from your exhausting day of lifting up your cell phone or possibly like drinking out of a bottle. 
That's that. Yeah, that that was what I joked earlier. I was like, I, you know, I would be worried that I was hurt more if it wasn't for my sheer amount of inactivity <laughs> <laughs> that I that I devoted to this. Uh, but yeah, here we are. So hopefully, I can I can soldier through. And uh, Josh is gonna power through for all these fine people. We didn't <laughs> exactly. make it forty four episodes for no reason. What would Kwa do, Josh? He wouldn't quit. <laughs> 44 episodes into the best damn tokusatsu podcast that this planet Earth has ever seen, Toby. Yeah. And sure, people don't see a lot of it, but yeah, they've seen it. (laughs) Uh, If you are liking what we've been doing so far, maybe check out our Patreon. You can find links to that in the description down below. We do all kinds of bonus content every single week. Right now, we are watching Kamen Rider X-Aid. Um, which is super fun in our watch and react series. So we uh, we we throw some popcorn on. We watch the show together. We laugh. We joke over top of it. It's very mystery science theater esque. If that sounds fun to you, join the Patreon. You can check that out. Uh, you can also join our Discord community, and we've got a good group of people over there. Uh, they're all nightmare. Which, they're all nightmare people, Josh. I know yeah. they can all hear this, so I'm going to take this opportunity as always. Go ahead, air to it pun- out to, pu- to punch down on the Discord and say they're all nightmare people. <laughs> Good, good. I'm glad. Yeah, we have a very antagonistic relationship going on with the people who give us money to uh, be in our Discord. <laughs> and, um, you know, r- rightly so, I think. We have a lot of things that we should be held to the fire on, and um, a lot of things we're wrong about, and um, they like to let us know. But they also provide us with some very, very awesome content. And that content, Toby, comes in the form of emails. Wow. We, we How have- do they do that, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> Other than writing us an email, how do you write us an email? Well, you write us an email by sending those into cast at commentatorsucks.com. And uh, you can join in and, and, and join in the fun and send us an email there as well if you would like to do so. Toby, I thought you were reacting to my amazing segue there for a moment. I thought it was just like it took your breath away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was really good, but uh, I didn't think it was that good. I was actually debating punching down the Discord one last time, but I decided to move past it. Well, <laughs> I'll, be the, I don't th- I'll, I'll be the bigger person, and I'll, we'll move on. Uh, <laughs> our email this week comes in from uh, one of our Discord friends, Charlie from Texas. And <clears throat> Charlie has sent us in uh, an email that I'm very excited about. Uh, he has sent in a game for us to play, Toby. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> so, um, is this Wait, is this going to be a rigged game? Is, Char- is Charlie's game like... Name the name the common rider theme songs, and I'm just going to sit here while Josh no. does the the, uh, the noted. <clears throat> I know all of these, and buzzes buzzes in in two seconds and shows off and acts like a jerk. First of all, it's a game only for you because I'm reading the email, so it's a game that you're playing. That's even better. Um, two, <laughs> I can't lo- I can't lose if I'm playing against myself. <laughs> Char- Charlie made this game specifically for you, <laughs> um, so I think it is um, it's 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 correctly designed here. Oh, God. <laughs> and um, all right, so here we go. <laughs> uh, email from Charlie here. Uh, hey, guys, I'm still researching for a big informational email I'll send in the next couple weeks. Very exciting. Thanks, Charlie. Uh, so in the meantime, I thought it would be fun to play a little game. Uh, Josh, I have listed below the plots of a few Common Rider seasons, along with a few made-up ones mixed in. I want you to read them to Toby and have him try and guess if the season is real or not. <laughs> so I'm going to read you. Uh, I'm going to read it out of order for, from what Charlie has here just to mix things up. And uh, 
I'm going to read a, a plot synopsis that, that Charlie wrote. You're going to tell me if that is a real Kamen Rider season or if that is a fake one that Charlie has crafted. So the, the benefit of this game already is much like Charlie's uh, introduction to us months and months ago. If he crafts bad ones on him by himself, I'm going to have to judge those as well. <laughs> so this, <laughs> okay. is like, this is like Charlie's creative writing class final. Oh, and I'm going yeah. to be Professor Tobes here and, you know, if he gives me a bad, whatever those things are called, he's going to be in trouble. <laughs> a, a bad uh, assignment? I don't know what no, you're like, going for. There. It was not, it's not synopsis. It's some other, some fancy word for like when you write a movie script. A treatment. If he gives me bad a treatments treatment? okay. of these shows, he's going to have to hear about it. Um, he's, got, he's got a very, um, all of these are done with a certain attitude about them, which, which will make sense here in a moment. <laughs> Uh, so <laughs> the first one here, so I, I, I will tell you there are one, two, three, four, five, six of these, uh, half are real and half are fake to, to okay. give you a little bit of a, a leg up here. Um, <laughs> first one, a shut in living in Tokyo is suddenly transported to another world and told he must use a legendary sword to become a common rider. Are you going to give me all six at once or are we doing back and forth? Like we're just gonna do like one at a time. Let's do one at a time. Yeah. Okay. So it has the the rise from rise from the ashes vibe that common yep. rider shows. I feel like they have. Uh, they do usually have swords for things, but things that it's not usually from the episodes or series I've seen. It's never tied to a weapon like that. It's usually tied to the dumb buckle. So I'm gonna say that the sword is irrelevant. And that was to throw me off because it sounded like a cool sword. <laughs> so I'm going to say this is made up by Charlie. All right. I'm going to not tell you and I'll tell you at the end. Since you know, you, you, you already know the uh, distribution of real and fake. I will reveal at the end which ones you've gotten right. So okay. you're saying you're saying fake for that one. Okay. I'm saying Charlie crafted number one. Okay. Second one. A man injected with dinosaur DNA is turned into a cyborg and must defend the world from the evil organization Dark Nebula. I'm torn because if he's going to be a dinosaur, that's not the grasshopper vibe of all their common riders. Okay. But the absurdity of it does sound like something that common riders would do. Like Black Sun was some big insect slur making bug provided blue juice to keep people alive for years and years for no reason. Did we so not make I'm, a slurm joke that entire season that we watched, by the way? I think I think we did up front. I think oh, the we? first episode was at least made the Futurama joke. Because okay. if not, that would, that's a true wasted opportunity yeah. there. So I'm going to say this is a real one. I'm going to say weird dinosaur DNA is a real one. Okay. So we got fake real. Um, next up, a high school delinquent with a pompadour uses the powers of friendship to defend Earth from space creatures. I re- feel like I remember this coming up as a joke in the Discord, <laughs> this okay. being a real thing, or talking to Navigator or someone else about all these crazy things that the different plots are about. So I'm saying this one is real as well, only because the Pompadour thing sticks out of my mind. All right, sounds good. Next one, a king of an ancient kingdom awakens and must seal away the dark forces of evil by using keys to turn into a common writer. If the decade uh, Kingdom Hearts one was not already a show, I would think this sounds like a uh, common writer at Kingdom Hearts. 
So because Decade is already a show, I'm going to say this one is a fake one. But this sounds like also sounds like what Kieran does to me and makes everything about Kingdom Hearts like I always do. So I appreciate that as well. <laughs> it does. All right. So you're going fake on that one, though? Yeah. So, so far, it should be fake, real, real fake. Yep. And then next one, a detective and his psychic femboy assistant defend the city from the mafia. <laughs> Wait. So before I answer this one, tell me the last one, because I don't want to okay. have my last choice be forced by. That's fair. That's distribution fair. here. So the last one is a failing comedian suddenly becomes president of what is essentially Apple and has to defend the world from evil chat GPT. Okay. So number five is real and number six is fake. Okay. And I'm only saying that because a synopsis of the show, I, I like it feel like wouldn't have um, comparative words. Like essentially they would just say, an evil AI or something like that. Well, so the, I, I'm going to blame okay. the phrasing on this one. I okay. think Charlie made it up. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, so from the beginning here, uh, the shut in in Tokyo with the legendary sword. You said that one was fake. You are correct. That is, that one is fake. Uh, so one and oh, so far the next one, the dinosaur DNA turning into a cyborg, the evil organization, dark nebula. You said that one was real. That one is also fake. Damn, Although, that was a good one, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty silly. It has a lot of the themes of Common Rider in it. The like, you know, uh, cyborg stuff, the evil organization, like Shocker-esque thing. There's, there's a lot going on there that is very Common Rider. Or very like Toku in general. Uh, so one and one. Next one, uh, you said the high school delinquent with a pompadour uses the powers of friendship to defend Earth from, from space creatures. You said that was real because of your uh, your recollection of a Discord conversation, <laughs> which is which is true. That is Common Writer Forze. I knew it because <laughs> that, so, that, that that was specifically one of the ones that came up, and I knew I remember the pompadour joke. So Charlie, that Charlie, that was ruined by other people. That, that <laughs> one's not on you. I'm impressed that you retained that though. Like, uh, you know, good, good job. Very, very nice. <laughs> Josh, um, my brain is one. filled with the most useless of shit. That good. that definitely takes precedent over a lot of other things from work and, and other parts of life. I probably could have remembered instead. I'm happy. Yeah, like let's let's push out all those loved ones' birthdays and fill them with common writers. <laughs> <laughs> Pompadour guy. Uh, 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 I don't know. He's I know he's one of them though. <laughs> Uh, the next one was the ancient kingdom awakens. The king seals away dark forces using keys. Uh, that one was a fake one, um, as you as you suspected. Again, pretty similar to like you said, like a kind of decayed esque thing. Uh, who used cards? Very similar to. Um, uh, there's a couple like Sentai Rider Key things that are kind of that are similar to that. But I just want to point out it has nothing to do with the cards or anything else. It's literally just the Kingdom Hearts joke. And I was only I blindly using that logic. And I <laughs> knew there was already one Kingdom Hearts one and there probably wasn't two. Okay. So that puts you at like three and one there. So doing great so far. At best, uh, I, can, I can go 50-50. I know one of these next ones should be wrong because I already guessed yeah. one of the other ones wrong. So the next one here was the one. So the detective and his psychic femboy assistant defend the city from the mafia. You said that was real. And that is correct. That is common Rider double. Ooh, um, 
Hey, I'll and take I'll take I'll take four four and two worst case. Yeah, four and two is good. And the last one, the failing comedian becomes president of what is essentially Apple, has to defend the world from evil chat GPT is also real. That's Common Rider Zero One. And that is that is a very accurate description of Common Rider Zero One. Um that the, seems ridiculous. It's it is yeah. That, uh, <laughs> we we might need to watch like just the first episode of that season at some point because of how unlikable that main character is at first because he does a comedy routine like at the beginning. It's like the very first thing you see of him, and oh my god, I wanted to kill him by the end of that first episode. It's, it's so bad. Um, but uh, is he as bad as early Kawa or no? He's he's worse because like at least early Kawa like has some ideals about him. Like there's a reason he's acting like, you know, such a wet blanket. And this guy is just like a terrible comedian who thinks his awful jokes are funny. And I feel like it takes a long time for him to like warm up to being like a hero type person a little bit. Like he eventually gets there and he gets the sort of like, you know, I'm a, (laughs) I'm an anime protagonist vibe about him. Um, I'm a hero. Yeah. But at first he is, he is a, um, slapstick like very shtick type comedian and it is Ain't no one got time for that no it is bad uh charlie that was a very very fun game thank you so much um charlie you did yeah. a good job thank you very much that was only uh yeah three uh actual seasons they're used so we're gonna have to play this game again i think at some point uh there's lots more common writer seasons that to uh to write <laughs> snappy synopses about <laughs> and see if we can get them get them correct <laughs> awesome uh so yeah again uh that is uh our email section and if you want to send us emails you can do that and uh join in on all this fun send those over to cast at common make games everyone loves a good game games are great i do i do like them i do like them um it would be fun to, to go over i don't know if they're different enough but to do like plot synopses of like the really early common writer seasons, like, um, you know, before kind of the, the Kuga reboot <laughs> and see if you and I could parse out what's real and what's not, because I don't really know much at all about that era. Like, you know, we, we watched the reboot of uh, black and like, I knew nothing about original black whatsoever. Like we were, we've looked it up since then to figure out like kind of what, what they brought over, what they didn't and stuff like that. But there's a lot of that early stuff that I have no idea about the details about. So looking up Common Rider season two, just to see what the second season plot was. Apparently there is a Black Sun-esque, unless you just said this, because I was trying to multitask. There's a Black Sun-esque reboot of season two as well. Did you know that? Uh, No. Common Rider Amazons. Oh, I pl- did. Yes. Plural is a remake and a celebration of the 45th anniversary of Kamen Rider Amazon. I didn't realize that Amazon was the second season. Yeah, I, I was just curious. And now I know that uh, they like doubling up on the shows every anniversary. Like like the, the Black Suns, Black, <laughs> Black Sun, Amazons, Amazon. Well, not even that, but like... It's the 40, 45th, 50th anniversary. So let's remake the same show over again, but make it darker. Because <laughs> this one, this one again says, is a darker and more mature reimagining of the original series, Kamen Rider Amazon. So they do the same, I'll call it general plot, it looks like, 
where they have the nice, happy, fun show, and they make it a gritty show with child murder and animals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That so the yeah Amazons, which I think there there's two seasons of Amazons at this point now. Um, yeah, that was kind of the the like the the pre the not premise is not the word I'm looking for. It was the the precursor to Black Suns for sure. Like that was the their first attempt at like yeah we're gonna we're gonna try this out and make it adult and see if people like it. Uh, and that was a big hit, which then, yeah, led to the, I think, higher production value Black Suns. Um, but yeah, people really liked Amazons, too. Uh, Amazon, the original one, is, is I don't know, it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like it's a little bit less of a, now what we think of as a traditional common Rider. Like, the, I don't think the suit looks very common Rider-esque. It looks just more, more bug-like, because <laughs> most of it is just, like, spandex kind of painted on. Those are the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Oh wait, no, 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 wait. He it's looks not. like like OG like creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. Ugly seventies horror movie shtick. Yes. Kind of figures. Yeah. So yeah, like I I, I think some of the older Commoner stuff still like looks cool in a retro way, and I don't think Amazon is one of those. <laughs> I think I think he's one that has not aged uh, uh, exceedingly well. So looking at the, just looking at the two costumes right now, they did a fantastic job of how they did it with black and then black sun with the same thing with Amazon and Amazons. Yeah. Where like the costume looks 20 times better and more up to date. So all I can picture is like if they had a, who was the main bad guy we used to always laugh at in black sun that had his face sticking out for no reason. Oh, um, um, starts with a B. Bulgaria, Common Rider, Black Sun. Buh. I'm trying to trying to have auto complete. Totally it'll know. Anyway, anyway, Bilgenia, so Bilgenia. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like OG Bilgenia to the new one was the same amount of stupid, just yeah. looked better. And this is almost the same thing. Where like his new costume looks like full armor. It has the but all the coloring is exactly the same and everything else. Yeah, so it they, seems they, like they do a good they do a good job with the remakes of updating everything appropriately. Yeah, I think exceptionally so. Like I I don't know if it was exactly the same team or whatever, but yeah, like they have done a great job at that. Like the Amazon one is a great example of like like you were saying, like they take the inspiration from the original. <laughs> like what are the what are the visual aspects that make it Amazon that we have to carry through? And then they, they make it not look like crap. <laughs> they, they made it uh, hard metal and, and yeah, completely redesigned it from there to look a little bit more traditional, like a modern common writer and make it look a little bit uh, cooler. And yeah, same thing with Bill Genia. Like, okay, his face is open. That's a key piece. He, you know, has some of these like claws and like horns and stuff sticking out. He's got the sword, but maybe he doesn't need to be pink. Maybe we could not do that. <laughs> now he's uh, black and spooky. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited about the next thing that they work on that team works on or, you know, that Amazon uh, pays to, to have produced. I think that's <laughs> like, those are Amazon originals. I think like, I, I think that it's Amazon who is having a hand in that production to, to some extent. So it's good. That's good use of money. Keep doing it. Yeah, like please continue to take my prime money and make like kick-ass, bloody <laughs> Common Rider shows. I'll I'll have that. That's fine. 
but yeah, I, like I said, I don't know much about those uh, really, really early shows, like um, like the, the Amazons <laughs> the of the world. I don't really know much about what happens in those seasons. I know what the writers look like in most cases, but I don't really know. Like you, you could you could tell me anything happens in original Amazon, and I would I would believe you. Charlie, get working on that. <laughs> uh, but Toby, we are here to talk about modern common writer. Coming around, so to speak. Uh, should we jump into talking about episode 44? Let's do it. All right. So episode 44, well, I guess the end of 43, we had uh, we had a transformation. <laughs> Neon's dad um, gained the power of a writer, and he uh, became common writer at Giago, I think is what, uh, what his name was. Yeah, it's definitely close to Neon's. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say, I guess at the time we liked the costume a lot. That's where we landed on. We really liked the costume. I personally, at least was like a little bit like, yeah, maybe he hasn't quite earned the whole, like I'm a good guy. Now I'm going to defend my daughter. Like that felt like it came out of nowhere. I will say the opening scene of this episode he completely won me over in that. Like I went from like not really believing it to being like, Oh my God, dad, don't die. <laughs> I was so very I did, on board. I did the opposite of that. And oh, okay. overall, I feel like this is one of the worst slash one of the best episodes, depending <laughs> on which half of the episode we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. Okay. So was this, was this the bad half? Uh, so I guess we'll jump around. I don't know if to jump around on uh, all the redemption arcs in this episode, starting with Neon's dad uh, seems very unearned and stupid. <laughs> and a, there a bunch of those kind of things happened throughout this episode and they did it too much in a lot of ways that I know it's a short show. Uh, they all seem it's that very cheap unearned. Hey, here's 20 seconds of me being a parent to you for the first time. Yeah. And now I'm the best. So his whole thing, her dad's whole thing was obviously she was like, dad, I'm not, I guess it's her problem too. Her whole thing still is, I'm not a real kid. I'm not your kid with both parents. But her dad, her dad was like, no, but you are my daughter. And then she got all like weepy eyed and sad. And then he did all the nice dad things uh, culminating with him taking the quote unquote kill shot during the fight. Yeah. 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 Uh, All those things. I, it's just stupid and overplayed or I don't know. It, it just seemed it's, it was all too quick. It was like he stepped up for 30 seconds last episode yeah. after neon calling him a piece of shit the whole time. <laughs> and then he had 30 seconds this episode where all now all of a sudden he's the best dad ever. Yeah. It, it's that, very, it's very melodrama for sure. Like it is, <laughs> it is that hundred percent. Like you said, like suddenly you're, you're dad of the year when, when we've seen 30 seconds of you being a good dad, but like, <laughs> I guess to be fair, it was a good 30 seconds where he did put his life on the line for her. So there's that. Um, but like <laughs> they, they, they do the, like the big drama of like, like she was like, you, but, but uh, I'm not a Kari. He's like, no, I, I love you. Neon. I love you. <laughs> like, it's the, like there, there was something about his, uh, his voice, like the, the effect they're doing on his voice when he's coming through the suit as he's like, Watashiwa. Like, like as he he does his, his like his serial killer voice, like telling her that he loves her, um, was was great. You, you're right. It is still it is still very unearned. A hundred percent. 
So like if you're not on board, if like the, <laughs> the visual of it and the like idea of it doesn't win you over, uh, like he did me, it was it, it is it is very unearned. But <laughs> but I was I don't know. Maybe I was just in a different mindset this time around than last episode. But I was just like, yeah, get it, get it. <laughs> <laughs> and he does he does take like an ass kicking here, by the way. <laughs> like Neon's just kind of like sitting on a box, and he is just taken, like you said, like kill shots just like complete blasts to the chest like steps in front of neon um he gets he gets kind of obliterated and the payoff of all these things at the end is good but the build-up and all these things are bad (laughs) yeah uh i i guess the the thing that i liked here so when, when he became a common writer last thing and like he of course shows up i'm like i'm not gonna pay you the ransom like let my daughter go i think in my head i was still thinking like well obviously like this is some play right like he he's pretending like it's like because he loves her but like he's gonna try to use it to like bring his company back or something like i think i maybe was thinking in my head it was still a little self-serving and then this was very selfless that he was getting himself killed and like you realize that he thought that he at least had changed. <laughs> um, so maybe that, that won me over a little bit, but um, Which is neon, fair. neon seems convinced though. Um, <laughs> she, she kind of like pulls herself free from her, um, her, her funk. <laughs> well her funk but like also physically her her constraints where she was tied up which okay the, yeah. the kidnapper didn't really tie her up very well is what should we the, well, should they be able to break out josh had to be able to yeah uh, um, the one good thing about the or not the good thing the one funny part though uh so when she was like oh my god dad you saved me I, you love me blah, blah blah he had like barely any face damage to be able to act in that scene and then the next scene immediately after is them like whisking him to the hospital and his face is just like soaked in blood. And none of yeah. that was there before the fight started or when the fight ended. He did not look like that. <laughs> not at all. No, he's just like, yeah, I, there's nothing. I got nothing. We also, so before we get to the hospital, um, the, the hospital scene was also kind of funny. But before we get to the hospital real quick, we had a little scene uh, where just randomly, seemingly for no reason, uh, Geats is fighting Kekera, which I thought was also kind of hilarious. Like, they, do, they, do these guys just randomly tussle out on the streets for no reason? Weren't um, they fighting last week overlapping with, like, I thought that was the the culmination of the fight they started in 43 at the oh, same was time it? neon's dad was doing her thing that was oh, the only I might... reason I could, that was the thing i could think of okay i, I might just st- be forgetting that that happened okay i think they were just <laughs> still fighting from last time it just really tickled me for some reason the idea of just like oh you know they're just, they're just fighting again sometimes they just go meet in the streets <laughs> and they just fight like it's just what we do in this world it's just fun um but real real quick about that fight it, it it's completely inconsequential like nothing happens in it but I love that Kekera fights like a frog. That's my first. That's my first takeaway here. He does a lot of like crouches. He has a big tongue that he he um, spits out. Love all that. They also did a thing where they both shot at each other, and the bullets like graze as they go go by, like the like laser bullets, uh, which also is very fun. So kind of a, a cool little, <laughs> cool little fight scene there that didn't really matter. But then, yes, we <laughs> get to um, actually we go to to talk to um, talk to Buffa next. That's that's kind of what happens next. Right. Or did I am I mixing things up? I might be mixing things up. No, like the hospital bloody face scene is like 10 seconds and then is the oh, okay. Buffa talk. 
So like it's still right there. It just happened real fast. I guess I I didn't capture a picture of that one ahead of time, but the, uh, so yeah, the the hospital scene, uh, again, it's like, it's them sort of like, you know, being a family, like, Oh my, you gave us our family love or whatever. But there still is a scene in that, in the hospital where she's sitting at the hospital bed and the dad, like the first thing he opens with like, the Kurama Zaibatsu is no more. Like, we don't care about your stupid company anymore, bro. It's gone. <laughs> it's over. <laughs> and now he admits it. <laughs> like, I thought we were, I thought we were already there like three episodes ago when he was like, no one at the company came to wish me happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no one bailed me out of jail. Uh, but now it's all, it's all gone. It's all over. Anyway. Yes, then we go to meet Buffa. Buffa's just kind of reporting about uh, what he found out about the Tree of Knowledge to Geats. Uh, basically, that there was potentially a way to save Sarah um, had uh, K-1 had K-1 stupid jerk. Exactly, not completely destroyed the world. Um, so Buffa's a little peeved about that. And um, then we get our, our view of, of poor Sumi. Toby, poor, poor Sumi. <laughs> I said, um, I said that I thought she's getting the good paychecks now, where she's literally just hanging out, doing nothing, and getting paid <laughs> for it. Yeah, but like it doesn't look comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> she is, is, she's, is, she is hanging for sure. Yeah, is the act the actress is the same actress, right? Yeah, because whenever they show her with like the bright blue eyes, it, it's throwing me off enough where she looks different enough. It was hard for me to tell, even though I, I assume it is, because even when she talks. It sounds like her. She just looks just different enough where it's hard. I agree. Yeah, no, for sure. It's it's a little challenging, but her voice is definitely like identical. Um, but yeah, she they they transform her looks pretty drastically, like the the wig and the eyebrow stuff they're doing and the eye color changes. Um, it is it's pretty shocking how much different that is actually it's actually working. But she continues to be sad but we find out in the scene that the free will basically or you know it's kind of insinuated in the scene the free will that she continues to have is because she's kind of getting her power from uh from ace from geats like the fact that he exists Best in the buds. world yeah exactly they have a they have a connection um that that is continuing to kind of like power her basically which is kind of cool i like that aspect of it the sibling bond is unstoppable much like Kawa and Sarah's. Sarah, yeah, absolutely. I also like Sumi was was a little like, um, you know, I know she has a little bit of her own free will still, but I liked how kind of defiant she was in this one with, with that free will. Like in this scene, she straight up says like, "I wish for a world where everyone can be happy." Like she just quotes Geats to <laughs> uh, to the the game master. She sounds was- almost brainwashed if she wasn't the like if she wasn't a protagonist she would almost seem brainwashed and lost <laughs> a little like, bit. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's just a little bit like he's spitting in his face, which was, which was cool. Uh, and then of course, freaking Kawa. Let's talk about Kawa in this episode. He has um, wonderful platform boots on cause he's little, but he has to look grumpy boy. That, yeah. When he, when he goes evil, he just gets a whole just ensemble. Doesn't he? He puts on the little, <laughs> platform boots he's got the like wide-legged like sassy pants that he puts on he's got this whole number going um <laughs> he didn't he didn't dress that cool beforehand who taught ky how to be cool after his sister died that's what i want to know like his sister dies and then suddenly he's like i got all these hair things i've always wanted to try i got an earring look at all these she was holding clothes. him back 
She was. She was like, she was like, no, you can't put the earring in. It's like, you don't even know me, sis. Just wait until you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he is it's it's crazy how Kwad doesn't know he's being completely manipulated or actually I, I think he does it seems know. like he half does he just yeah. doesn't know what to do about it yeah no for sure because he keeps questioning it right he keeps going and saying like now you're sure when I defeat Geats that that I'm gonna be able to get my family back I'm gonna be able to get my sister back and everybody keeps going like yeah totally dude wink <laughs> <laughs> um Cause like in this one, he like when we first see him here, he's like, he's like Neon was kidnapped. No one told me about that. And basically, like Kekera and and Baroba are like, yeah, anything can happen in this world. It's it's fine. It's wild. Yeah. It's, it's it's the wild west right now. We're good. <laughs> so then, of course, um, Buffa shows up to his little gang hideout to confront him about, uh, you know, the basically the mess he's made of the world and. Buffa tells him, like, hey, we could have saved Sarah, but you screwed all this up. <laughs> Which and is again, the best part. But Buffa yeah. has once again uh, returned a third or fourth corner, but he's like an all-star now. He has the the perfect <laughs> amount of uh, like vitriol and stuff against KY all the time, and he's angry, but on the right side of angry now. Yeah, he's. I love I love where we're at with Buffa. He is the the fully evolved character, for sure, at this point. the I, I went through my whole righteous indignation phase where I want everyone to die for no reason. And then I wanted everyone to die for kind of the right reason, but I was still on the wrong side. And now I'm on the right side and <laughs> I specifically just want Kwa to die. <laughs> Let's do it. I, 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 I specifically want Kwa to have not screwed up the world. So people won't die. Uh, great, great place for Buffalo to be. I really like it. Uh, but of course he shows up and he, he picks this fight with Kwa. He's, he can't really, beat Kwa, unfortunately. <laughs> he just doesn't care. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to show up and, and try to kick that guy's ass anyway. But in the middle of the fight, he, you know, he kind of gets beaten and he tells Kwa like, don't tell me you didn't know about what happened to Neon. And, and like Kwa like has this like crappy excuse. He's like, well, my, my underlings did that. I, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't do that. I didn't really have anything to do with that. Like if you if you're to the point where you have to say my underlings did that on their own, I wasn't involved. You've gone down the wrong path, Kwa. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe stop and reevaluate, dude. <laughs> and then, speaking of Buffa being just the best character uh, at this at this current this current iteration of Buffa. He screams up at Kwa, I believe in Geats. <laughs> <laughs> which is the which is the craziest line. It but. is. Yeah. The the fact that one that, that he that he's screaming that line is so insane comparing where Buffa started. And also the fact that like he's screaming that line and it's one hundred percent believable what this version of Buffa would say at this point is just <laughs> is just chef's kiss. <laughs> Not out of left field at all, which is great. This is right around the point as well where I said there, my note was there's too many theatrics going on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, this whole episode is very, like I said, like melodrama focused. Like there is a lot, there's not a lot of like, there's really one thing that happens in this episode that is plot advancement, which we'll get to at the end. The rest of it is like, is just like. It's soap opera. It's it soap is. opera with, with people in funny suits. 
It, it is 100%. I think I was just or more very... so than the show, more so than the show usually is because it's very soap opera sometime in general. It's just extra this time. Yeah, it was all it, it was all like, let's sort of revel in the fallout of what happened last episode. And then let's just like, let's just sort of like wrap ourselves up in all the drama. <laughs> like it's a, <laughs> like it's a warm blanket, which is what's for sure is happening here. And again, as we mentioned earlier, Kawa goes and and once again, I think I think he's feeling like I said, I think he's feeling that doubt that Buffa just instilled in him of like, okay, maybe I'm not doing the right thing. Maybe this isn't correct. <laughs> and he goes to to Jito and says like, if I if I beat Keats, are we sure this is gonna work? Um, and again, Sumi's defiance here is great because she's like, uh, Kawa, why do you look so sad if you feel like you're doing the right thing? What's going on here, bro? That was a good burn. Oh, that yeah. was a good. Another attempt at eye opening, which probably won't pay off, but it was an attempt. I, I think you're right, though. I think that I think he's having those doubts because as he kind of like as he's walking out and she's kind of telling him this, he's he's like he says like something along the extent of like like I don't care about any of this as long as like my family as long as I get my family back, right? Like he's he's really trying hard to tell himself that like the ends justify the means at this yep, point, exactly. Uh, which is cool. Like I think that that is a place that. Like, I think that's a place a Kawa character can get to reasonably that doesn't feel that <laughs> that far of a stretch. Because, like, obviously, Kawa is, like, going from peace-loving, I won't fight a bad guy, to I'm the ultimate bad guy is a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think that's, like, a path that I like. I like them walking down to have gotten him here. And, and I like them showing us the doubt that he has, too. That's good. He's doing the. He's still a fantastic dramatic actor. He's just all over the place. Yeah, very much. And then, of course, yeah, we get some more hospital scenes here with Neon and uh, and her dad. Um, specifically, her her mom runs in and and she gets to do the little hug with her mom and the mom. Gets uh, to oh have... look! Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Bullshit! Bullshit! Redemption Eric number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This episode has been full of them. Keep going. <laughs> the mom, the mom, yeah, gets to have her moment just like the dad did of like, no, I, I, we've loved you. My, my heart tore apart when you were kidnapped. And, and yeah. And then you didn't like me for 11 years. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the uh, mom, the mom that was the first sub 40 episodes. Yeah. That was, that seemed insane. Slapped her in the face, everything else. Yeah, you know, she she really earned this scene out of nowhere that she hasn't been in for the past 15 episodes of, no, Neon, you're my daughter, I promise. <laughs> really the only, like, redemption that she's seen, like, like, at least the dad sacrificed his life, right? Like, at least he went and did something. Uh, the mom, she had a little, like, a little bit of a sadness when the dad was like, there's ransom again. And she was like, oh, my God, we didn't love our daughter enough. And then like, that's all she's done. <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless uh they're in the hospital the dad hands over his id core to neon um in a very like finish the fight type mode and so at this point toby a lot of the show um i, I like i like the outcome here it, the 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 reasons that the things happen are a little wishy-washy i feel like they're very um, wishy-washy, but yes. <laughs> and more so than nor- is normal in the show. I feel like a lot of times the show does the things that it wants to do and then kind of comes up with a reason afterwards. But this feels like especially that. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so right now, 
uh, counting the credits, the opening credits, uh, we are about at this point in this conversation, 17 of 23 minutes into the episode. Uh And these first 17 minutes were the worst episode ever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean... Now, now we hit the post six. Now it picks back up. And I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't, you didn't enjoy the uh, the the Buffa Kawa fight. I thought that was genuinely good. I thought it was alright. It, it was uh, that's no because that was all the theatrics. It it was fine, but there was a it was a lot it was a lot up front for me. <laughs> it was yeah, it was very soap opera like you said. Uh, but yeah, now we're getting into the actual meat of the stuff. Now we're getting into the actual like plot advancement. Things are happening here, so. Baroba shows up once again. Baroba has a real has a real boner for killing Neon's dad <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Slash uh, just making Neon as miserable as possible. Uh-huh. So she shows up at the hospital uh declaring that she will kill uh kill Neon's dad and uh you know, she's going to she's going to love doing it. Neon shows up to confront her and again she she's she's a little bit like Baroba's a little bit like, "Oh, this is going to be great. Like this girl can't transform. What's she going to do?" So Neon slots the little ID core in her buckle and uh, she declares basically that she's going to be uh, wishing <laughs> to she, be a common rider. She, she is a common rider, so she's going to pray for this uh, this one final wish here. Hopefully it works out. Yep, fingers crossed. Uh, so turns out it does. <laughs> she becomes a common rider. Um, yeah, I don't know. She like The ID core transforms into a Nago ID core and she transforms and she's got the um i don't i guess it's called the fantasy buckle i'm not really sure it's a, it says fantasy when you actually use it but it's the same uh buckle that uh, her dad had been using so she's she becomes, fantasy neon exactly exactly yeah so she becomes a uh nago that is kind of gold and and blue and white all over kind of like her dad it's a very cool look like she's pre- like she's premium like this premium Baroba and premium everyone else she's a premium uh Nago now basically yeah 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 she got she got her uh kind of ultimate final form so now I think we've got like we've got everybody right like everybody is in there like upgrade well I guess we haven't done Buffa have we well he but he has his he had his upgrade when he became half zombie half Giamato, yeah I- half I guess Whatever. if we're counting that he's yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah. So we've got to, we've got like a premium upgraded. Um, you know, only takes one half dead dad to redeem Nago here. So wait, so before we get too far past, even though there's not much left, the best part of Neon's speech before she becomes a common rider again is she said, "I had my wish fulfilled. I finally have love." So that made me extra excited because now she doesn't need to date that shithead boyfriend guy. Yep. Yeah. She she got real familiar familial love and not external love, which is great because that also handles one of the last wishes where everyone can't have their wish, obviously, for the the final ending here. So hers is out of the way now. Like she actually got her she got her dream. Yep. Yeah, she like this is essentially the culmination of her storyline this is this is she gets her wish uh her wish for true love wasn't it wasn't a boyfriend that that she was looking for the whole time it was love of of her family and and she gets it um i I was thinking about that as 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 i was watching the show that like really a, a giant theme of this show in general is family 
and like the the love of your family um where you know neon was looking for love turns out she was just looking for her family's love and approval this whole time um we had that other common writer who was the runner whose her whole thing was family that was the whole thing that she bonded with neon over ace of course had been looking for his mom his whole thing was like you know repairing his his family um and then he has the whole aspect of like found family with, you know, with, with Kawa and with neon and, and, and especially with Sumi as his sister now. And, you know, Buff is this weird brother character. Like, <laughs> it, it all sort of revolves around family. <laughs> what I'm saying is this is a fast and the furious movie too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, I, I think that you're totally right. I think you hit the nail on the head there in that, um, we, we will not be seeing uh, Neon win and have an official wish granted because I think this was her wish. And I don't think we'll be seeing future boyfriend back anymore. Good. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to, to be done with him because she didn't need him. She That's two problems down at once. <laughs> exactly. Now, I will say we got the, this fight with Baroba. I really like the costume, the, the new Neon costume. I think it looks very cool. I like the Baroba costume. The fight here, boy, there was a lot of like CG backgrounds, like green screen backgrounds. It looked very fake and very <laughs> weird to me. Um, it uh, it wasn't as cool looking as the average common Rider fight because of that. Yeah, I thought it was actually a little bit better. And I appreciate uh, Neon's ghost swords that's around all the time now. Uh, those are straight out of, again, to go back to super old reference, Devil May Cry, uh, Virgil, Dante's brother, has ghost swords exactly like that. Yeah. And I think it works better because Neon's crazy new ability of like phasing in and out of reality that they do a couple times, but like they do good usages of it. <clears throat> so it all seems like it's all cool to me with her new sweet getup. And especially because she acts extra like a cat now, too, especially in the beginning <laughs> of the fight. <laughs> Yeah, she like she starts the fight by like crouching down, like ready to pounce. Yeah, um, so I appreciate yeah, that. I yeah, I, I totally forgotten about the the phasing ability that she basically gets here, which is awesome. <laughs> like she like I think at some point like goes through Baroba or like go, she goes through something that's like coming at her. Like she goes like, through a bullet. She goes through Baroba, and then at one point Baroba tries to like punch her through an open railing. So she phases through the railings and then grabs Baroba's arm through the railings. And like, yeah. like, I guess it's a defensive move, but like it's all great usage of the new tech. Yeah. That stuff was really cool. The, but yeah, my, my only downside was that it, it was very cool stuff, but then like the they were shooting it in such a way that like, it just, it just felt weird in movement a little bit, but um, yeah, to take nothing away. I think I, I agree that the phasing stuff was very cool. The swords were very cool. Um, I loved all aspects of that. I'm excited to have Neon back in costume. Excited to have her fighting more because uh, I I had been missing her as like one of my favorite characters in the show. <laughs> been missing her actually like participating in the show. Uh, so she is uh, obviously doing awesome, beating up uh, Baroba. Baroba attempts to kind of like scamper away down an alley, and she runs into Buffa. Uh, Buffa basically there just to antagonize her and says like, am I the only one who can't see that you're the unhappiest of all? 
Well, you forget uh, she got she got Ryder kicked and put a giant gash in the side of her face. They ruined yes. Precious Baroba's face, so she basically like got effectively common Rider killed as they do, and then she ducked down the alley, and then you can finish your Buffer story. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much that. Like that, so. She looks after after Buffa kind of taunts her. She looks in the mirror and like you know the mirror is cracked, but she like sees her face. So I wasn't clear. Did the like she looks kind of like a monster when she looks in the mirror after she talks to Buffa? Is that from where she got kicked in the face, or is that like her making it worse in her brain? <laughs> you know what I mean? I think it's I think it's her making it worse in her brain because if you watch the mirror scene before she freaks out on the mirror more, her face starts morphing into like a zombie undead Giamoto look. Yeah. But I think smart. it's, I, I feel like it's more the, the visual. She's losing her sanity because people are figuring out who she is okay. more so than, I mean, she might be a demon. She might really be a demon all along, <laughs> but it just seems like it's more the, she sees, she's seeing her inside on the outside. Okay. I guess is the best way to put it. So they just dramatically monstered her up a little. Okay. That was my read on it as well. And my take uh, and my recollection. So that I think, yeah, that lines up for sure. But yeah, she, she gets wrecked pretty hard and Buffa gets to twist the knife a little bit, which I, <laughs> which I liked too. Cause she, you know, obviously uh, spent a long time kind of ruining Buffa's life and, <laughs> and making him do things that he, maybe regret regrets doing. So I think he, he deserves to uh, poke her while she was down a little bit there. His smug smirk when he says like, when, after she freaks out and he just smirks and like walks away is so good. It's like <laughs> he needed no words cause he did his part and he was like, I won. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, he, he walks out with the upper hand. And then of course, neon is a writer again. So she heads back to the lounge to meet up with Ace and he is he's it just so feels right it just yeah. feels right <laughs> it really does she's she's giving this like introduction when we first see her <laughs> where she's like so anyway then I got the I got the writer power from my dad I'll be filling in for him uh and she has a line that's just like use me however you need or whatever she's <laughs> like hey, I'm here to here to serve um and yeah it's very sweet he's like you know I'm happy you got your writer powers back blah 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 and then Once- she she kind of confronts him like, but it was you that gave me the power to fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Cause as we know, whoever's wishes, the, the strongest wish at the time is the one that gets the powers. So her, her wish fulfillment, I guess was strong enough where it worked. <laughs> yeah. And that, this is where the wishy washy comes into play a little bit for me. Cause like, I guess they set that up a little bit with the, you know, power of the wishes and all that stuff. And we know that, Geats can grant wishes because he has creation power, but he basically says like, "Oh, it wasn't just me that did it, um, but your your family's wish gave me the power to be able to to give you the common writer power." I was like, "All right, I mean, I guess I'm happy she's back, but like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's a, it's a little bit like the power is anything we needed to be at the time." Yeah, classic TV show. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it because, you know, she's back. Everyone's happy. I'm I'm happy about it, too. But they the two of them. So, again, I'm, I'm very glad that Neon ended up finding family love as her answer. I'm glad that she wasn't defined by 
by boyfriend. <laughs> by, by a boyfriend, but boy, do I uh, ship her an ace pretty hard. There you <laughs> think, go. Think they can have that them. separate. They can have that separate. Exactly. Yeah, she doesn't need to be defined by it, but but talk about power couple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> and then the best was, uh, like the final shot was, uh, came out learning that Neon's actually back, back, and he is outraged by this, but he has a better serial serial killer face than Neon's dad does at this point. Like his angry, his angry, angsty, angry, terrified, whatever face is as good as Neon's dad, if not better, especially in these scenes at the end. And this, the scene at the end here, because yeah, he finds out she's back. Basically, Kekros is like, well, hey, if Geats keeps like growing in power, if his force keeps growing in power, there's going to be a problem for us. And Kay was like, I will defeat Geats. And just like layers <laughs> off. Um, this really cemented for me that Kawa, even if he isn't like the big bad guy at the very end, he's going to be the threat right up until like that moment. Like he yeah, is probably he he's the thing that they're going to be fighting against. And maybe he has a redemption at the very end, but I don't think that we're going to get that like next episode or anything. <laughs> I think Kawa is our dude. Um, and yeah, I think he'll be continue to be tormented about what he's doing, but yeah, I don't, I don't think he's, coming around anytime soon they they even like finish it off with like this really cool split scene between him and ace so like they put them both on screen at the same time very cool <laughs> like like good versus evil kind of a thing <laughs> going on but yeah he is he is um he's ready to go kill ace just completely ready just to go just to go end this which I yeah would not have guessed from the beginning of the show. <laughs> no, I never saw him being the evil, possibly final ending boss guy. But again, like you said, like his serial killer face is his evil face is like spot on. Like can't say enough good things about Kawa, like the, the actor. actor, the actor man. <laughs> yeah, because he is like the range that this dude has is pretty impressive. Like he fell into this evil stuff like so quickly and he's so good at it. Um, I, I'm, I'm actually pretty impressed, but nonetheless, that is yes. The end of our, the end of our show. So, so you liked, uh, you liked Nago being back. You liked the whole, whole transition. That was the redeeming part. She got her wish and it wasn't from winning the dumb game. It was just from being in life. <laughs> <laughs> exactly uh yeah happy to happy to have her there excited to um excited to have the whole crew together now not kwa of course but like they're all in play again uh three out of four of them are working together just as it was uh, meant to be exactly now and now buff is the one who's like on the side i'm really excited for the cute scene we're probably gonna get between uh neon and buffa <laughs> when they <laughs> when they see each other I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be like a can't believe you crushed my id cord jerk which <laughs> 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 should be fun all right uh so yeah that's gonna wrap it up for us here for episode 44 uh toby where can the people find you on the internet on I guess it's called X now. On X, you can find me at Life of Tobes, and on YouTube, it's at Tobes Plays. Yeah, if you're listening to this in the far flung future, uh, or you know, next week because news happens so so fast. Apparently, Twitter is changing its name to X. It seems now today, which is very fun. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, you could you could find me uh, mostly on not on X, I guess, but like technically I'm still there at Pretty Dece Josh. Also on Threads at Pretty Dece Josh as well. Um, and yeah, of course, subscribe to Pretty Dece, the YouTube channel here, where you can uh, watch the video version of this show. So we will be back next week for episode 45. Um, of course, send us emails to cast at commonridersucks.com. Uh, check out the Patreon, again, linked in the description below. If you want even more of this nonsense, if you want to join in on the watch-alongs, if you want to join in on the Discord, the, the Discord, um, very reasonable, three bucks a month, and you get tons and tons of bonus content um sometimes multiple times a week so check all that stuff out and join up if you are interested and yeah that's gonna do it for us we'll be back next time and until then have a great week everybody peace i'm taking shots at the enemy i'm gonna make it to the top leave a legacy if i got something to say you better let me speak turn it up a new degree bitch you ain't seen anything i pop off with the new